0: Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208 471 4444. (laughs) well morning glory
1: and hallelujah everybody welcome to another week it is the morning after with nick and big j it is monday the 10th day of january 2022 my name that would be nick and ladies and gentlemen big j yeah
0: how was the weekend eh, big j hey, pretty good man don't lie to me no it was good what'd you For do once uh some grocery shopping okay run some chores huh run some chores run some chores yeah oh so you had like go places you bet like what now, we go down this this road again, and it makes no sense, so I'm not going to answer that. It's not important the chores I did. They just got done. All right, fine. Uh, today on the show, we got ourselves
1: a little bit of action for you because Tool's coming to town on Thursday. Uh, that's going to happen, and we want you to be there, at least for now anyway. Anything can happen, uh, as we have found out over the course of the last couple of weeks. Uh, But as of now, show is on. We're ready to rock and roll. Hopefully you are as well. And so, if you want to go to Tool, we got your hookup over the course of the next couple of days. That is for sure. A bearded badass is on the agenda today. And then, of course, we also have a chance for you to enjoy a little bit of fun and excitement when it comes to topics of discussion. Uh, Big day for yours truly tomorrow. We'll get into that a little bit as well as uh, some interesting news out of the other side of the world that I want to get into with Big J, who happens to know a little bit about this particular subject, so oh we'll God. we'll break it down as the show goes forward as well, but first, we play music on this show, so let's get to it. Some Rob Zombie kicking things off, it's Dragula here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X.
0: On <laughs> uh, The Morning After with Nick and Big J.
1: Question for you, Big J, what is the official state fruit of Idaho? <laughs> <laughs>
0: the, the state fruit? Uh-huh. I, I didn't know there was an official fruit. But There's an official state, in everything. Bird. Uh, boy, I, I don't. Uh, I have you know, no. I mean, think about it. When you think Idaho, what kind of fruit do you think of? Boy, I'm, I'm drawing a blank oh, on man. fruit for uh, Idaho. The answer. Oh, it's sugar, sugar beet.
1: No, no. Uh, the answer is huckleberries.
0: Oh, damn! Yeah, you're right. Right in the face. Boom.
1: Uh, because yeah, huckleberries really... everywhere. Yeah, you can't swing a dead cat without hitting a huckleberry flavored something. Uh, That's just the way that it works. And so there's a lot of businesses that have their own Huckleberry flavored things. Well, I'm not sure that there's going to be as many businesses as there were because one of the things that's getting really, really affected over the last couple of years is the Huckleberry. And, yeah, its supply chain is a bit of an issue, but because it's mostly locally harvested and put together, much more of an issue is the weather we've been having. Uh, What's happening is there's been a bunch of heat and drought in the summertime months, which has led to a real issue with people having to grow huckleberries. And now the businesses that put together huckleberry-flavored things, specifically based out of our particular state, are getting hit hard. With dealing with issues. As a matter of fact, I don't care what you look for. If you buy huckleberry jam or you go into like one of the local Idaho shops and buy a huckleberry-flavored syrup or or something, whatever that is, it has doubled in price in the last calendar year. Because that's how difficult it is for people to get their hands on huckleberries right now. Uh, And prices are hitting as much as $16 per pound in some cases just for retailers, which is almost triple what they usually are. That's how little it's growing around here, which is crazy. Now, there's a bunch of businesses that are feeling the heat. As a matter of fact, some are saying, you know what, we're going to be okay this year as long as we sell what we're making. But once we hit 2023, if things don't, you know, start to get a little bit more, I don't know, rain or moisture in the summertime this year, there may be a lot of those Huckleberry-based businesses that are no longer in business because they just can't get into their Huckleberry supply. Which is crazy. So uh, we may have a lot less Huckleberries around
0: than we usually do. That's too bad, man. It
1: is. It is. Uh, but then maybe we can move over into the sugar beet world, like you said. Seems I mean, to be no, plenty is of those. That fruit. And are we the are we the vegetable. morning
0: show of the state? Uh, there must be. I believe by default, yes. Okay. We happen to be good.
1: Uh, Kansas City Chiefs beat the Denver Broncos, Cowboys over the Eagles on Saturday, and then we had some craziness going on oh, with football oh. yesterday, including Woo. three overtime games. Uh, one, all of them that had playoff implications. The Steelers beat the Ravens in overtime, sixteen to thirteen, which basically gave them a shot. At the playoffs, as long as the Raiders and Chargers game last night didn't end in overtime.
0: Listen, at the beginning of all this talk of this game, if the Colts lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Pittsburgh Steelers win, you know, as long as the Raiders and the the Chargers tie, then they, they, both those teams go in. I was like, that's never going to happen. No. And it
1: happened. Well, it didn't happen. And
0: well, it almost it happened. It
1: should have happened, if the not for a timeout.
0: Brandon, it's I mean, if you're a Charger fan, you should be so upset with your coach. Listen,
1: I like Brandon Staley. I think he's got some cojones on him, but like he has cost his team
0: literally two games. Like, he loves to go for it on fourth down yeah. in really dumb no, situations. We are in a mad generation of football right now. Just ask Jim Harbaugh.
1: I, I mean I get it, but like you know, you don't go for it. I I, I love going for it on fourth and two. Uh, you know, if you're on the opponent's side of the field but you don't go for it on your 18 man and you certainly if you do you certainly don't run it into the line on fourth and two uh, and then, you know, he ca- it's funny because if you ask, I mean, after the post game, the, the, the Raiders won in overtime, by the way, uh, but there was six seconds left in the game, or six seconds left on the play clock, about 30 seconds left in the game, and the Raiders legitimately said that they were going to run out the clock, look, and then look Brandon said they called timeout, and they're like, F this guy, dude. We're just going to kick it.
0: Yeah, look at the, the the way they had been playing that whole series right there, but they were just going to be content yeah. to run out the game because they would go to the playoffs, and then the Chargers called that timeout, and the Raiders like, screw you, we're going to run this ball and then we're going to kick a field goal and send you home, punks. And that's exactly what they did. Uh, And
1: so the playoffs are set it was very, very interesting. By the way, uh, we sent the winner to that game. Uh, the The winner of the the Boise State tailgate
0: one win. hell of a game. We dude. sent
1: him to the Raiders Chargers game last night, and hopefully Jared and his guest had a fantastic time. And uh, and uh, you know, obviously, when we put this all together, I mean, this this was in in the works for months. We didn't know it was going to be like the game to end yeah. all games, but hopefully they had a good time in Vegas watching that game last night on uh, in person which would have been a hell of a game to see. And they got some bonus stuff as well. So your uh, your playoffs are set. We'll get into that in a little bit. We also have the national championship game tonight in the college football side of things. It will be Alabama and Georgia once again. Uh, The game is being played at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Uh, It will be uh, Alabama's attempt for their seventh title in 13 seasons. And, of course, Georgia looking for their first national championship since 1980. Somehow, Big J, Georgia's favorite in this game. I can't figure out why, uh, considering that they got their asses kicked by the same Alabama team just a couple weeks ago. But they are so watch it at your own peril i think i'm gonna pass tonight no offense uh but i have zero interest in this alabama georgia game uh any interest in your world no man so you will be skipping it as well no. uh any interest in going to see spider-man no way home
0: at the box office once again uh again probably not all right uh how come you enjoyed it right uh- Oh yes, yes, but you know, I mean, uh, I'm just trying to reduce my risk of being out and about. That makes sense to me. Uh, it's making a crap ton of money, and
1: it continues to. Uh, so far, Spider-Man: No Way Home has grossed $668 million. Uh, that is 10 million away from the highest-grossing film domestically at the box office, another 33 million this weekend. It did pass Titanic, uh, which is pretty impressive so far. Sing 2 number two, The 355 number three, Kingsman number four, and American underdog number five at the box office this weekend but really everybody's still going to see (laughs) spider-man Bush, that is Machine Head here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. I have a, a big day tomorrow, and I wanted to ask you some questions about it, Big J, because yeah, sure, of course I could have asked these questions to the professionals I was on the phone with when I booked it, but why do that when I have somebody that has the knowledge that you have sitting across from me every single morning? Uh, by your count, Big J, how many surgeries have you had?
0: Uh, three, I've three. had three surgeries Three
1: total, yeah. which is three more than no, I wait, have had No, four. wait, oh, four. Four. four Sorry, uh, <laughs> forget Four more than I have had And so uh, tomorrow, right after the show, I have my very first surgery consult uh, And so I, I am a little bit nervous because I don't know what it is going in So talk me through it, what am I in store for tomorrow? They're not going to cut me up tomorrow, are they? No,
0: no, okay. no, no um, And it, have they done imaging yet? No, nothing, no, no, nothing. See, that's the weird thing. Usually, you want that before you have that consultation, but uh, they they might get you ready for that and and let you know um, uh, just the procedures of of how they go about doing the surgery, just to kind of calm your nerves a little. bit So it's
1: like a Q and A kind of a thing.
0: Sure, yeah. yeah. Less,
1: less like technical. I, I imagine tomorrow they'll probably do some imaging, right? If they yeah.
0: I, I, I usually you have to... I don't know what kind of imaging they have to do for a hernia. I think uh, it's an it's, ultrasound. If it's just ultrasound, yeah. that's a lot easier than, say, when I had my back and neck surgery uh, and I had to have an MRI. Right. Um, I don't quite remember... Because two of the surgeries I've had have been emergency surgeries for the most part. Okay, like they happened really fast. And so your and
1: consult was in the ER, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: especially when um, when I had my gallbladder removed mm-hmm. when I was sixteen, uh, that happened really, really fast. Um, so, but it's it, nothing. They're not going to do anything to you. Okay. Because
1: I tomorrow. wasn't I wasn't sure if it was like a like you know uh, uh, like a consult slash and then they go in and they they knock you out and I don't know if I, what I and, had to be ready for or what.
0: And the procedures now are a little different because they got to schedule you for a COVID test. Of course, but uh, right. b- before right. that that ha- happens and takes place, and so there's a few more steps. Uh, you're probably looking a week out.
1: I wasn't expecting it to happen tomorrow, but I wasn't a hundred percent. And like I said, yes, of course i could have I could have uh, talked about and asked questions when when the medical professional contact me last week but I was like you know I was just kind of in like a, I don't know a haze probably of like trying to get it scheduled and figuring out a time and when you're to gonna do be
0: kind of nervous because you've never had this yeah, happen to you I've before, never I've so. never had any kind of
1: surgery so I I am I, I will not lie about it I am a little bit nervous because I, I haven't gone under for anything I mean the only th- procedures I've had I've been conscious for it. and so it's been uh it'll be interesting to see what ends up happening but uh listen I'm just excited to have <laughs> whatever's going on inside of me over with but I I will say that I, I am a little bit nervous, but I wasn't sure, like, what the consult is. But I, I imagine, you know, pure in definition of consultation, it's just a, a sit-down meeting. But uh, you never know, with the world of the medical profession, how much of this stuff is convoluted and put together and all that kind of stuff. So I don't need to prepare for surgery tomorrow. That's what you are
0: telling uh, Yeah, I don't think so, yeah. Wonderful,
1: wonderful. Uh, unless things have changed since last time. I mean, unless
0: they go and they do that ultrasound and they find out you have an alien baby inside you that's whoa. about to pop out from you your what, chest.
1: Uh, something's popping out, so it could be possible. No. No. Mm. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, we celebrate a bearded badass for the week. That is next on the X-Rock. <laughs> The morning after with Nick and Big J.
0: Oh, The Beardsmith is a great place to go get yourself a beard trim or even just a haircut if you want. Uh, they've got a brand new location in Caldwell ready for you. They have to oftentimes appointments for walk in as well. You can check out uh, that at TheBeardsmith.com. You can uh, get your appointment set up there and uh, look at all the really cool uh, beard grease and different things that they have for you. Plus uh, 10% off your order when you go in uh, and get your hair done or your beard done with uh, Beardsmith uh, gear on. You can also purchase that at Beardsmith.com. Nick, this gentleman hasn't always strutted around with a beard, but it seems like it's been part of his look now for at least the last decade. His contribution to badassery is so profound, no way I will be able to cover all of the reasons Dave Grohl is a bearded badass. I think you can just break Dave up into three different lifetimes here. At the beginning of who we know the man to be, he seemed to love music just out of the womb and not just rock and roll, but all music. It unfortunately drove a wedge between him and his father, as you can read about in his new book, The Storyteller, Tales of Life and Music. He pretty much ran away from home to be what he wanted to be, a musician. Only a, a small few have the intestinal fortitude to truly follow their dreams, and Dave certainly has done that. It, was lo- it wasn't it was long until he was drumming in the band called Scream, then The Big Time with Nirvana. Uh, then that unthinkable thing happened with Kurt took his own life, and Dave was about to give up, enter in his second lifetime. After hanging up his instruments, he went to Ireland to figure things out. Then he saw someone wearing a Kurt shirt, and according to Dave himself, turned around and came back to the states to begin creating music and that's when the foo fighters happened it was a humble beginning actually the drummer for nirvana a singer indeed and then one hit after another one album after another toured the 50 states and then the world arenas and stadiums he never left the drumming behind lending his services to friends uh, and recording uh, recordings with the likes of queens of stone age tenacious d side projects like probot all the while digging into some of his other interests like filmmaking. He has directed a handful of food, uh, Foo Fighter videos, even a couple of the videos for other bands. So far during the Foo's career, they have not been nominated for 29 Grammys and 112. They've sold nearly 40 million albums. Enter Lifetime num- num- number three. In 2013, he directed a documentary called Sound City about the historic studio in Van Nuys, California. Then in 2014, the band began to record their new album, Sonic Highways. Grohl decided to take it and turn that into a documentary as well, directed it himself. He was nominated for a primetime Emmy. He continues to find new documentary projects and still finds the time to be ultra cool. Grohl is Gen X's sounding board, oftentimes willing to stand up in a rock and roll style and speak his mind, more often than not hitting the mark on common sense. He also manages to be philanthropic. Giving his time and money to numerous charities, he's also a huge ally for the LGQBT rights. He's made news several times, rickrolling the Westboro Baptist Church. And he certainly might be one of the last honest-to-God rock stars left. No matter what your opinion is, he is most definitely a bearded badass.
1: Uh, Agree wholeheartedly. Uh, One of the highlights of my life was able to share a beer once with Dave Grohl. And I'd like to do that one day again in the future.
0: Two bearded badasses in a room? (laughs) I <laughs> well, uh, I'm not sure about that.
1: Uh, back yes. in the day, there wasn't anything going on in that particular oh, area of okay. my world, well- but. Uh, it still was really, really cool. Uh, it was a really fantastic conversation, uh, and uh, it was only five minutes, but it was five minutes that I will treasure for a very long time. I'm a huge fan of all things Dave Grohl. I think he is really, really a guy that just does it the right way and seems to continue to do that no matter what it is. And yes, uh, not everybody is a fan of the Foo Fighters music, but either way, you can, can uh, I think, agree that the guy's going about things at least the right way most of the time. Yeah. Totally. So uh hats off to you sir and a very good bearded badass thank you to you and thank you to the beardsmith for that coming up here in a few minutes some important stuff plus we are going to go to hell hold on for that Big J Big J correct me if I'm wrong but there was a time on the Big J timeline where you were thinking you know what maybe I'll go back to school for a little bit agree or disagree Yeah totally uh you kicked it around and then why
0: did you ultimately decide now nah, thophat uh, I was struggling just to exist Time-wise And
1: and adding school on top of it Seemed like a bad idea Yeah,
0: the pressure And then uh, the fear of having to do Rudimentary uh, classes again No thank you
1: Uh, But if you are unlike Big J and thinking about taking on the challenge to return to school to finish your bachelor's degree, it's a pretty good idea. Kansas State University researchers found students who returned to finish their degree earned an average of about $5,000 per year more immediately after they graduated and got an extra income growth of about $1,000 per year after that on average so it means more money now listen you you have to counterbalance that with how much money it costs for you to go back to school depending on how many credits you have from a bachelor's degree it's going to cost a exorbitant amount of money for you to go back you know you're talking 25 30 thousand dollars so yeah. it'll take a while to return on that investment if you are thinking about it but if you're like six seven eight credits away or something like that then you're talking about another thing altogether. Uh, So that is something that you may want to think about if you're weighing costs or benefits or if you're putting together a list of pros and cons as to why you should return to school. But it is important to know that there are some real economic benefits to going back and completing a bachelor's degree if you are into it. Of course, it also depends on what that bachelor's degree is in. Agree or disagree.
0: Yeah, agreed. And employers, uh, they they don't look fondly on uh, when you say, hey, I did graduate from the University of YouTube. That's right.
1: That's right. Uh, They don't print up certificates there, but it is pretty cool to throw that around in a resume situation. They should. We got ourselves the NFL playoffs. They are set. Big J, which matchup are you most excited about? Oh, man, the the Niners and the Cowboys. Uh, Makes sense to me. That could be the game of the weekend. It's spread out over three days. They're calling it Super Wild Card Weekend. You got two games on Saturday, three on Sunday. And then for the first time ever, they're going to have a Monday night NFL wild card game that will be the Cardinals and Rams game that you will see on Monday night so they're really going to milk it this year with the extra playoff teams and all sorts of stuff going on and so you're going to get plenty of playoff action this weekend it was a pretty exciting final weekend of the NFL as well it took us all the way down to overtime on Sunday Night Football to figure out what teams were in and what teams were out but the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers can thank the Las Vegas Raiders and their last-second overtime field goal for them getting a playoff berth, although uh, heading to Arrowhead to take on Kansas City doesn't seem like a great prize uh, when it's all said and done because uh, I feel like the Chiefs are going to roll the Steelers, but that's just my gut heading into this particular weekend, but we'll see.
0: But in this wacky, wacky world of NFL football, it could... Did they- Pittsburgh Steelers could come out and whack them.
1: Yeah, who knows? It'd be crazy. Uh, Speaking of the Steelers, TJ Watt did tie the NFL single season sack record yesterday uh, matching Michael Strahan's mark of 22 and a half from 2001 And uh, he brought down Tyler Huntley uh, in the second half in order to, in the second quarter, I should say, in order to tie the record.
0: Does it feel wrong to even say that, though? We got an extra game to tie it. It just just doesn't seem right.
1: I mean, I guess is it any different than Strahan doing it in 16 when the old record was 14? Accurate. So, I mean, it's just the way it works. Uh, Vic Fangio looking for a gig. The Denver Broncos fired him today. I expect Matt Nagy to be looking for a gig before the end of the day today we'll see what ends up happening. Hey, rest in peace, Big J, to Bob Saget. Some sad news over the weekend. I can't even believe it. I just can't believe it. Passed away after a show in Florida over the weekend. He was at the Ritz-Carlton. The police showed up uh, to reports of an unresponsive man and could not get a pulse out of Bob Saget. Uh, They do not, they say that no foul play and no drugs were found on site, so don't know what it is. We're still waiting on a cause of death. Not that it's any of our business, but obviously the outpouring of emotion was Happening yesterday because uh, 65 way too young, Big J, for Bob Saget to pass away. Especially considering he was in pretty damn good shape uh, with the way he was going. So we'll see what ends up happening. But don't you had a Bob Saget connection, didn't you, on the
0: station? Uh, well, yeah. For for a short period of time, we had a segment called the Bob Saget Happy Fun Hour okay. during lunch, and uh, apparently that got word back to Bob Saget and his people, and there was a cease and desist. Uh, on that name because it was using his uh, likeness, I guess. Yeah, and, without his permission. Yeah, and so we had to, it was it was a vote, actually. There was a couple other names, and I don't remember what the other names were. But Do you remember why you picked Bob Saget? I, well, I didn't pick it, oh, Okay. but but uh, I would have to refer to, to somebody uh, that we know very well and, and see if he remembers, but um, I, I don't know, just because he was funny. I mean, Bob Saget, hilarious. There you go.
1: Uh, Either way, uh, way, way, way too young to be going, especially for a healthy young man. So Bob Saget's got some station history here. Uh, Whether he likes it or not, his lawyers certainly did. Uh, So there's that. Uh, But rest in peace to Bob Saget uh, passing away at 65 years old yesterday.
0: Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks.
1: Big J, we are headed to North Wales, Pennsylvania. For today's We're Going to Hell story, suburb of uh, Pittsburgh is where we find ourselves. And it is the story of 29-year-old Jacob McFarlane that we are going to be talking about. It has been a very, very long time since I have been in a adult shop. You? Oh, yeah, forever. Uh, And there is a very big place located in North Wales called Adult World. And it is a huge Adult Supercenter, if you will. Damn. And there's a lot of different things that you can buy at an adult store. I don't think I have to get into all of the details, but what I, I guess I didn't know is how expensive some of this stuff can be. I mean, you know. Cutting I, technology. Yeah. There's a bunch of new toys out there that I can't, uh, under the rules of the FCC, even talk about what they're called. But let's just say that that Jacob McFarlane walked into the Adult World Superstore and bought two or not bought. He tried to grab two toys, okay? Uh two different toys that had a retail value of over $400. So these are these are fancy toys if you will big check. And he decided to uh try to walk on out of the adult world Emporium. And that is when the manager who was watching on the closed-circuit television kind of saw him grab a couple of things. We're like, hey, those are big-ticket items. You should probably make sure that everything's on the up and up. And then he saw him try to walk out. And so he stopped the gentleman and said, hey, listen, you plan on paying for those, right? And that is when Jacob McFarlane said, get out of my way or I'm going to stab you. And so the the manager was like, well, listen, I'm not going to die over a couple of dull toys. So have yourself a good night, sir. I'll just call the police once you leave and so he did and as he was talking to the police they showed up to uh file a report of uh theft and they were going over the footage and he was like the manager was like man that dude he looks familiar and that's when it hit him the reason why the person that stole the toys from him looked familiar it was because he interviewed for a job position at that very place (laughs) last week so he had put Ah. in an application interviewed for the position the manager hadn't even made the decision he was like i wasn't even gonna say no i just haven't i had other interviews to do yet wasn't done with the process and then he came back into the place that he interviewed at and stole or about four hundred dollars worth of stuff from the place and ended up getting caught because that was the place he did the job interview at the week before The police uh, were able to he was able to figure out, find the job application, which, of course, had address, phone number, (laughs) all the contact information for the dude. And police showed up at his house. He, of course, still had the toys in the backpack that he was wearing as he was trying to steal them from the adult store. And sure enough, now he is in jail, uh, being charged with several different misdemeanors, including retail theft and making terroristic threats. So he could be looking at upwards of five years in jail and a ten thousand dollar fine for all this stuff because he went back to the store that he actually applied to work at guys you gotta be smarter than that i mean stealing stuff is wrong no matter what but i mean it's just like it's amazing to me how little effort we put into things sometimes
0: yeah was he was he uh, trying to work there to steal stuff constantly from from said adult shop? I'm going to play the 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 high road and think that he was working there because he
1: really wanted a discount on some of the stuff that he was trying to steal. I imagine the employee discount at the Adult World Superstore might be pretty nice. <laughs> and so those $400 toys may be only like $250 or maybe retail price. Who knows? Uh, but uh, obviously he's got some issues that he's going to work on and he'll find plenty of time to do that when he's in prison. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the x Rock. Pearl Jam that is alive here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And it is amazing what people will try to take credit for if they're not called out on their bleep from time to time. And now, listen, we're, we're talking about a story that comes to us from North Korea, Big J, which is not exactly a place that is known for its uh, abundance of factual information. You understand? Right. Uh, it's usually about we have a story and this is how we're going to present it, and that's just the way that it is. And that's that's exactly what this particular story is about because it, it comes from the North Korean state news. but. It was interesting because it's starting to make the rounds and go a little bit of viral just because of how ridiculous it is. But this is the kind of information that is fed to people there, and it all revolves around a story that they are doing about uh, food shortages. In and around the, uh, the the country of North Korea, which is having some real issues with that stuff. And so they're talking about ways that you can go about making things easier for you or to try to make food last a little bit longer than it may normally because there's some issues getting that kind of stuff to them. And one of the things that they recommend is something that they are crediting Kim Jong II, who passed away in 2011, uh, inventing and something called a wheat wrap. Big J. But when you when you break it down what a wheat wrap actually is, according to the story, it's a burrito. You understand? It's like it's just it's rice and it's meat and it's got some veggies and it's got some cheese in it, and they wrap it all up. It's essentially a burrito. And so what they're saying is they're giving credit to their former leader, Kim Jong the second, who they say invented the dish in two thousand and one as the crediting the him for inventing the burrito, which clearly isn't true. It's a slap in the face to several different <laughs> places that have created the burrito uh, very, very, very long ago. Certainly not in the 2000s by any stretch of the imagination. And also uh, giving him credit for that particular dish and then, you know, taking away a whole culture and all sorts of stuff that actually did popularize the wait, dish.
0: Wait, did they also create the pizza? I mean, what <laughs> what other things did, did the North Koreans create and that's, that's
1: exactly it they're they're talking about how they they always give themselves credit for inventing things that were clearly invented long before they ever came across them but it is weird how they continue to take advantage of it and there's plenty of people there i'm sure that are none the wiser for it because it's not like they're allowed other information you know what i mean yeah it, it's pretty much the only information they get so they probably didn't know what a burrito was until a wheat wrap came around so with their eyes sure it was invented by Kim jong the second. But no, burritos have been around for a very long time, uh, had nothing to do with North Korea when they were around, and continue to be a staple pretty much all over the world. But uh, it is interesting how you can paint a picture if the, you're the to a very captive audience, whether they want to be captive or not, I guess. It sounds it like a
0: fantastic Taco Bell menu item.
1: Right. Uh, just stop calling them burritos and start calling them wheat wraps, and then see now the connotation they're connected to North Korea. Probably not great for business, but you know. Uh, There is that particular side of things. Who knows? But either way, burritos have been around for a very long time, Big J. And I know they're not on your menu anymore, but maybe, just maybe, you can at least. there's
0: plenty of net zero carb tortillas around. Don't Uh, worry about that.
1: Yeah, if you're using an actual wheat wrap, then maybe that's the way you need to go. Morning After with Nick and Big J on the way. We got ourselves some important stuff. Let's not forget we also have to do some pop culture smackdown. That's on the way. In the
0: news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J,
1: We've talked about this before the world, or the United States anyway, in the middle of the Great Resignation, Big j That's where everybody's quitting their jobs for other jobs, you understand? Yeah. They've had it up to here. And it is happening at a significant rate, and there are some companies that are pushing back, but there is a software company in Arizona that's doing so in a unique way. They are offering $5,000 to new hires who decide to quit two weeks into the job. They will give you $5,000 if you quit your job in two weeks. They're betting you to quit your job. CEO Chris Ronzio of the company called Train Yule uh, recently explained to Business Insider that they're doing it because, well, it really does kind of be like a red flag test, if you understand. If somebody is just there for the paycheck, then that $5,000 is going to scream out to them like, hey, man, you could, you could take this and walk away from your job, and that's that. And he said there are some people that take it, but he said a vast majority of their new hires don't. He said because they're looking for a particular type of person. And that person is somebody who's actually passionate about the industry, passionate about their company, and wants to see the company and them succeed and will get far more than $5,000 down the road, of course if they stick around at the job and that is something that they have seen to be a positive thing in this particular marketplace which is brilliant it's brilliant i mean yeah it really does kind of be a little bit of a i don't know like a litmus test as if somebody's got the goods if they're going to stick around through you through thick and thin and you test their loyalty a little bit and so sure it's interesting and i mean listen if you are not into it it's an easy five grand i guess but he says it also lays the work for trust and a great working relationship because you already know you're in this together, you know. You're turning down money to stick around, so clearly you want to be there, and that leads to a great working environment. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Now, not every company's got $5,000 to offer new employees to pound sand when they sure. hire for two weeks. but
0: Yeah, we're not talking about, you know, small restaurants and no. small Local businesses can't do that.
1: But interesting way of dealing with things and probably gets them what they're looking for. So there's that. Welcome to Black Monday, Big J. It's always the Monday after the last NFL game of the season. All the head coaches find out if they have themselves a gig or not. And there are several this morning that do not. We already knew about Vic Fangio. He got fired from the Denver Broncos yesterday. And now we have at least three other teams looking for head coaches The uh, Miami Dolphins moved on from Brian Flores this morning, which is probably the most surprising so far. Uh, Mike Zimmer and the GM in Minnesota have both been fired, and Matt Nagy and the GM in Chicago have both been fired. And there are reports now that Joe Judge is in a meeting with the Giants ownership trying to keep his job. So we'll see. If Joe Judge end up on the I chopping block today, too. Yeah,
0: the, uh, the players are like, we hate this guy. Well, yeah, he's
1: that's been a story for the last three years. Because he runs like the team, like a high school football team, and they don't like it. Like they don't <laughs> they they're shocked and they have to run laps. Yeah, they don't you, understand you, you that.
0: You can't do that to professional athletes.
1: And man. they don't like it. And so we'll see what ends up happening there in the job. I mean, listen, just from his pure game plan yesterday he should be fired as head coach of the Giants. I mean, when you you saw the did you see the play where they, Jake Fromm ran into the line on a quarterback sneak on third and eight? I didn't watch. Like, I mean, and, and they don't have a backup quarterback, it's right? It's bananas. But still, either way, it's just it, the, the the play calling was bananas yesterday.
0: I mean, it was bad. Maybe this is the chance for the Giants to to do that whole uh, Eddie the Movie thing and and pick uh, one of the Giants fans to be the head coach. Listen, they can't do any worse, I guess. Right? I know
1: just the guy. Why not? Who's going to get the nod? Our buddy Phil. Yeah. See if he he has what it takes. Uh, We have the national championship tonight in college football as well. Number one, Alabama, the defending champion, will face off against number three, Georgia, from Indianapolis. Alabama trying to get its seventh title in the last 13 seasons. Georgia looking for its first national championship since 1980 good news if you're a fan of the scott pilgrim verse netflix is developing a series based on the comic book now keep in mind they are going to make this an anime series according to variety brian lee o'malley who created the graphic novel series will write and executive produce and so it looks like you're going to see a little bit more of a cartoon version of scott pilgrim versus the world and the the ongoing story of it coming to netflix very very soon (coughs) Morning
0: after with Nick and Big J. Holy cow, Tool is just a few days away at the Ford Idaho Center. We're talking Thursday, and we've got your tickets here at Pop Culture SmackDown. Just gotta beat me, and they're yours. You get to go. All right, you wanna go
1: check out Tool free of charge this week? Now would be the time to get on the phone, 208 287 1003. That's the number that you need to call if you think you got what it takes to best big j in the world of pop culture we'll see how it goes today hello the x hey guys what's up man what's your name kevin all right kevin you're up first kevin please fill in the blank to complete this well-known movie quote toto i've got a feeling we're not in blank anymore kansas right that is correct big j Running from 2004 to 2010, what American television drama was consistently in the top three in ratings and featured the characters Jack Shepard and Kate Austin?
0: Jack Shepherd, Kate Austin. You go Jag?
1: Jag? Wrong!
0: No, no. Um, Prison Break,
1: Smallville, Lost or Heroes.
0: Let's go with heroes. Wrong. Prison Break. Wrong. Smallville. Wrong. What was the
1: other one? The <laughs> only one left, pal. The right answer was Not lost. Right. Lost. Oh, lost. Jack
0: Shepard. Uh, of, of Of many of those, the only one I didn't watch. Lost.
1: Yeah, I don't think you watch Smallville either.
0: Congratulations, man. You got yourself all set
1: up to check out Tool on Thursday at the Ford Idaho Center. Well done, Kevin. Hang on just one second, dude. We'll get some information from you and make sure you've got everything that you need for that. We are going to do some headlines. Those are happening next on the x Rocks. Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows. Big J, you jerks. Not fun, and ice cream. Ice cream! 27 people ice fishing in the Bay of Green Bay needed rescuing, Big Jay. Oh, no, man! On Saturday morning, a huge chunk of ice broke from the shore, and so it floated away with 27 people stranded on the ice, deteriorating rapidly. It's like a terrible version of Titanic. The U.S. Ghost Guard monitored one mile into the bay to reach the uh, ice float. The last ones to be rescued waited nearly two hours as the ice started to break into smaller pieces. The Brown County Sheriff's Office said all 27 were thankfully safely returned to shore. No man left behind. The department reminded Wisconsinites to always keep a cell phone on them when you're standing or traveling on ice because you never know when bleep's going to get real sinky, Big Man, and so thankfully everybody was okay. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's crazy how this stuff can happen. Like, I mean, they go out there sometimes pretty far into the uh, the bays and the rivers and lakes and stuff like that to do some ice fishing. And if it breaks off, watch out. It is not good news. They were just lucky that it was big enough that they all still were able to stay on this thing as it floated away. You jerks or not fun? You jerks. It is not the best time to be tra- taking a trip on an airplane, in case you're curious. Uh, right now, there's some pretty serious stuff going on. And a woman recently shared on Reddit that she was on a flight when you know how somebody is in like a couple rows in front of you and you can see their text messages and then you read all their stuff on their phone, Big Jay, like you're prone to do? No. The text explains how the passenger was returning from their vacation early because they had tested positive for COVID-19, but was still on the flight. The first sentence reads on the text message, we have COVID, shh the post sparked an intense debate about whether the woman should have read the text message of course and shared it with the others and then the other argument was hey listen if you know you have covid you should probably stay off the plane right uh but there was a whole lot of boundaries going on there and so apparently uh by the way in case you're curious the person who did share the message ended up testing (laughs) positive for covid after the flight so fun right uh, by the way, if uh, they they do recommend that if you do test positive for COVID, you don't take flights. But obviously, they're not checking. You know, they ask, but they're uh, as we've known so far, the honor system has gone to hell. In a handbasket, as uh, people are not exactly <laughs> being forthright nor honest about stuff. It's crazy. So none of that stuff matters anymore. Wrap it up with not fun. Australia is full of scary creatures that are trying to kill you, Big J. And a man from Brisbane says he was shocked when he recently got up to use the bathroom in the middle of the night. And what did he find? Just a python hanging out in his bathroom door. Hi, buddy. He documented the whole fiasco on Twitter, noting that he contacted two snake catchers because, of course, they're prevalent in Australia. But both refused to come to the house because it was in the middle of the night. So there's that. They ultimately opted to open the bathroom window and just hope for the best.
0: (laughs) Hopefully... (laughs) (laughs) Shoo, shoo. Go on, get.
1: Uh, And uh, we'll see if that actually happened. No word if the snake actually left, but I guess that's as solid as the plan B is you're going to get, right? Yeah. If you don't want to mess around with pythons, and who does? And the snake catchers won't come, then I guess you're on your own. Find your way out like you found your way in there, snake. And we'll leave you to your own devices. That bathroom is now off limits to everybody. TFN morning after with nick and big j there's your headlines you're officially up to date on everything that's the number one song in the country dude that is nita strauss david draymond they're dead inside here on the morning after with nick and big j important internet update big j go
0: yeah well in case of those who might not know what this means it's and you've seen the term ASMR it's Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response and generally that can be a relaxing thing or a frustrating thing depending on what that is and it's become a big deal on social media and you may have in fact seen some of those type of things and uh, it's uh, it's gotten to a ridiculous uh, I would say pace at this point. Is uh, it
1: bad that when I see that I automatically think it's somebody's kink? Is that, that, yes.
0: That's, that's not what no, I just associate No I know it's typical with. just because you know BDSM that's you're you're confusing some of the.
1: No, I'm not at all. I know what AMSR is, and but people use it for that kind of stuff. Sure, like actual stimulation. I
0: think. Yeah, yeah. There, there. Are various reasons for it, but uh, you're right. You're not. You're not wrong. Uh, the latest one, and you may have seen this uh, pop up in a hashtag, egg peel challenge, Nick, and it's got about 15 million views associated with on TikTok, and it's basically what it, it sounds like, uh, peeling eggs. Now, eh, peeling hard-boiled eggs is easy. Why even bother doing that? No, they're peeling eggs that are uncooked. How do you do that? very carefully with tools and instruments around the embryo
1: okay and it's supposed to make some like interesting noises is that yeah of idea? course
0: you got the the chipping of the uh, of the shell and just uh, i don't know But that's what that is. That it's everywhere, and I'm like, you have to you have to understand. Right now, someone who is an ASMR uh, person doing this is making hundreds of thousands of dollars doing this on their social media.
1: Whenever stuff like this happens, it makes me so happy that I'm not on TikTok that I that I have not
0: seen this yet or even Uh, know. Well, I have not either, thanks to uh, news thanks to news yeah i i mean i have TikTok. i look at it all the time i haven't seen this at all oh but it, apparently it's it's hugely trending and it's everywhere though 16 million views i guess it's a lot yeah but uh, it is a lot.
1: it is interesting to me that it's even a thing i had no idea nor why you would attempt is there a purpose behind it other than the noises Like, I mean, what do you do with the egg? I mean, is there a reason for it to be cracked like
0: that? Uh, Well, part of it is the challenge, you know, to go to do it piece by piece, uh, try to get the bigger pieces instead of small pieces, those sort of things. Uh, Quote, it's oddly satisfying, relaxing or fun. It
1: sounds like it would be frustrating. uh, Also impossible to pull off. But hey, listen, man, whatever floats your boat, right?
0: Yeah. The best part is is when you got a handful of goo.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Apparently that can only be the end of that particular challenge. I can't imagine it ending any other way, uh, other, with uh, with except you covered in some sort of egg. That's just the way that it works. But oh. listen, whatever kids are into these days, I suppose. Enjoy yourselves, everybody. Uh, boy, imagine if we channeled that to something actually productive. How good we would be as a society.
0: It'd be pretty amazing.
1: <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will do some bad impressions next on the X Rocks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. In just three short days, your tool dreams could come true. They will be at the Ford Idaho Center. We have your tickets for free. You just have to figure out bad impressions.
1: To be fair, Big J, you don't know what's going on in people's tool dreams. I mean, uh, yeah, it could be some really weird, dirty stuff.
0: Some ASMR right there for you. All right, if
1: you want to get in on this action, now would be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call. Bad Impressions works like this. Big j has got three clues revolving around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less. And look at you, going to Tool, being all cool, people are getting jealous of you. Hello, the X. Yeah. What's up, man? What's your name? Tom. All right, Tom, you're up first. Good luck.
0: Just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Oh man. Okay, next rule. Before I became a mega movie star, I was a rap hip hop star. Oh man, I can't think of his name. Oh man. Oh. This this might help you, okay? Some of my biggest hits: Bad Boys, Independence Day, and Man in Black. Ah. uh ah, she is oh, the black guy, what's his name? Oh, man. oh Here come the man in black. Oh, Alright. Oh, you had your chance. Oh.
1: Alright, Big J is tired
0: of you. Sorry Tom. Hello the X. Didn't want him to give him too much time to look it up.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, I'm not looking at oh, up. Oh no no, face he, face. he was no, talking no,
1: about the, the other caller. You are you are next in line. Did you hear the clues or do you need him again?
0: It's Will Smith. Yeah, it yeah. is.
1: Good job. Hang on one second. We'll get you those tool tickets. Uh, started off on the wrong foot there, but I think we're okay now. Uh, why is Will Smith in the news? Hey, you know what? <laughs>
0: Last night, the Golden Globes happened. I didn't even think about it. That's right. Didn't even know it was going on. Uh, there was a pretty awesome football game happening, all of that. It wasn't even on TV. Uh, but uh, Mr. Will Smith taking home the best actor in a drama for King Richard. Look out. Now, that's usually a precursor for an Oscar, Nick.
1: Yeah, we say that, but who the hell knows anymore? I mean, it's uh, it's all a toss-up. That used to be the case. It's a little bit less consistent these days. But uh, I, I that's the first I had heard how amazing his performance is, I guess.
0: Oh, you didn't see the trailer? Uh, I mean, it well,
1: it's pretty good. Well, I mean, it's been out on HBO Max for a while, and I haven't sat down and watch it, so I can't say it's good or bad or anything indifferent. But, I mean, I'm not surprised he's done good work. Will Smith is an incredibly talented man. So it's not surprising. I'm just, I guess, uh, amazed that he got that big of a nod. And congratulations to him. That's all I can say. I just haven't I haven't actually seen the movie, so I can't tell you uh, if it's fantastic or if his performance is through the roof. But I will at least default a little bit to their knowledge and give him credit where credit's due and say congratulations to him. Uh, I probably, however, uh, if I haven't seen it already, I may not watch the movie. I don't know. I don't know, I, I know how you feel. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not super, super interested in the story. While well, I appreciate and, uh, and and enjoy all the work that Venus and Serena have done for tennis, period, and think they're the greatest tennis players of this era, male or female, anywhere in between, they are just fantastic what they do. I'm really not interested in the story. Is that bad? No, man.
0: Okay, it's not bad at all.
1: Uh, but I am happy for Will Smith. I want him to do well. Whatever keeps him from stop talking about his sex life, I'm all for. <laughs> We don't want to know about your personal life, guys. <laughs> I mean, win all the awards you watch. Keep your mouth shut by you and Jada, for goodness sake. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. <coughs> That is Volby. That is Shotgun Blues here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for us. It was an eventful Monday show. Thanks for hanging out with us. Give away a couple of chances to win some tool tickets. We'll do so again tomorrow, so that'll give you a reason to tune in. We talked about surgery consults, stealing things from adult stores, and even the fun that is burritos was talked about on the show today. So it was a big Monday show. Reminder that if you need yourself a brand new vehicle, it is easy to get your Alone pre-approved with Team Mazda's check button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. That leaves you with the floor, Big J.
0: Yeah, uh, I never thought I'd see this, but uh, it just keeps getting better and better for uh, fans of Tom Brady, especially if you're holding an autographed Beckett rookie card, Nick. Uh, one of those bad boys is going up for auction and could sell for near, nearly $2 million, which is unheard of for a player who's still playing. <laughs> That's
1: what I'm saying. I mean, it seems weird to sell now, unless you're in desperate need of the money, because that thing's only going to skyrocket in value.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean, if he adds on another super... (laughs) I
1: mean, even if he doesn't, it's going to skyrocket in value when he retires and he's not in the league anymore. I mean, if it's worth two now, it'll be worth four in like five years.
0: Yeah. Hold on to that thing like crypto, Uh, man. I don't know why people are
1: getting rid of it, but I guess, listen, I can't judge somebody's situation. If they need the money, they need the money. But yes, it is a sports memorabilia is I just saw like the uh, just a regular ticket stub for LeBron James first game. Against Sacramento in Sacramento went for like $17,000. And the price on that ticket was $14. That's how much it cost him to get in the door. That's
0: crazy. Just Congratulations hung on to, it. to that person. Right.
1: And just hung on to it and decided to get rid of it now. And that's how much just a regular, not autograph, nothing. Just a regular full ticket to the first game of LeBron James' Why Carreras. would
0: you buy that? If you're the person buying that for 17000 I don't know. <laughs> I,
1: I, unless they think, and they're probably right, unless it's an investment. And they're thinking yeah. when LeBron retires, that's going to be worth twice as much. And they're so probably gonna Get right. that thing autographed. Exactly. And that could be a way to uptick the value. That is for sure. We will see you tomorrow. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by McDonald's. McDonald's is hiring. Want to start feeling rewarded today? Enjoy flexible hours and tuition for college. Work for McDonald's and McDonald's can work for you. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com. Jason Drew swinging in here next. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the x Rocks. The Morning After podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.